and ensure that we do not walk in bondage. Hallelujah. I'm going to share something with you regarding our beautiful country, Zambia. Yesterday, we turned 56 years old with regards to our independence. We say Zambia became free from its colonial master, who was the British. Now, one thing you have to understand, just in case you have done some study on how Zambia was actually colonized, it's very interesting to see why and how Zambia was colonized. Many of us know that Zambia was colonized, but the question is, do you know why it was colonized? Do you know why Britain came and began, you know, its operations in Zambia? It's very important. It's, it's really, really important because I said bondage does not just happen. There are certain things that actually take place. In about 1888 to about 1890, a certain company called the British South Africa Company that was led by a man by the name of Cecil Rhodes actually expressed interest in the country. Zambia, by that time, it was not called Zambia. So John C.C. Rhodes had a vision. He had a vision to make a real life from South Africa all the way up to Egypt. And this real life that he wanted to make was for the purpose of him transporting certain commodities, or better yet, it was for the purpose of and so when this company came into Zambia they noticed that Zambia was rich in natural resources they noticed that Zambia was rich in certain elements that will make them rich and so when they noticed that Zambia had this great natural resources, they came to the inhabitants of the land. But in as much as they came to the inhabitants of the land, the way they expressed themselves, or rather the way they presented themselves was not in a way where they were trying to say we want your resources. They presented themselves in such a way that many historians say there was deceit that took place. Now, in 1890, the Litunga of the Rose, known as Lewanika, signs 
attractive way. You never present danger to a bird if you want to try it. And so the Bible shows us in the same way there is something known as a snare of the fowler which seeks to trap us. Which seeks to get hold of us. But the way it seeks to get hold of us is in a very attractive way. Because it will not present danger to you. This is the same way Zambia experienced its bondage. A snare was given to them. Lewanika at that time did not know that what he was signing would eventually put Zambia in trouble. But yet again, if we go to the scriptures, the Bible shows us even after God made man to reign and walk in freedom, the first snare that was presented to man that was going to bring them into bondage was when the serpent went to the woman and said, Just take this. God doesn't want you to take this because he knows will become like him. Have you observed he used something attractive fruit? The Bible says, when the woman looked at the fruit, she saw that it was desirable to eat. And it was desirable to the eyes. And it was desirable to gain wisdom. But guess what? The fruit never jumped into the mouth of Eve, she had to give it. She had to take it. And so, bondage all the such had to give it. Please, Tragedy of bondage 
offer of bondage never respects the terms of agreement. And so, once you enter into it by agreement, don't be shocked if things change. After Eve and Adam had made a after they had given the right to Satan, the Bible shows us how life eventually became difficult and adverse. But I want to expose something with this offer of bondage. Have you observed? That with regards to Zambia, something was offered. They told Zambia, don't worry, we'll do this. Just give me this. I want to show you a very wicked trait of the enemy that seeks to give you something with his left hand, yet take away something greater with his right hand. Look at how the Bible reveals Satan speaking to Jesus in Luke chapter number 4 and verse 5. Of the sales and every other 
important related issues. And when your company falls down, the board of directors come to you and say, why is this company going down? And you say, no, it's this Maxwell, my junior employee, that has caused such a thing. Are you telling the board of directors about the directors? In short, by you saying it is Maxwell, what you are saying is that the responsibility to have the company stable in its shares and in its sales belongs to the junior employees, not me. And that is what Satan did. What God came to lead, he blamed the woman and passed on responsibility to her. Passed on the accountability to her. Said, it's not me, it's her. God went to the woman, she said, it's not me, it's the serpent. Passed on accountability to the serpent, and that's how he got it.
You are working for your children, but what you are getting is very, very small. In fact, what happened is that even as our forefathers began to work for us, the British government introduced what was known as income tax. That's where tax started. They give you a salary, but from that salary they get something again. How fair is it to have shares in your reward? Why should you have shares in someone's reward? That is where our nation is. Jumping back to the Bible. The Bible shows us how at one time God's nation by the name of Israel went into the land of Egypt. But when a new pharaoh came in, he decided to change his mind on the initial agreement. Remember, the author of bondage never respects the terms of agreement. He says, ah, these guys are going to be too many. You know what? Let's make them slaves. And Israel became slaves in the land of Egypt. A very sad reality. They began to work. They began to work like slaves. And every time they even got to think of the slavery, for them their best moments was eating garlic and oil. This is what the Bible says. We used to eat garlic. We used to eat onion.
said, I can let my life down and pick it up again. Better than a commando than an assassin. Kill. He says, The thief has been coming to steal, kill, and destroy.
to do after he has risen is what will determine what will happen in your life. It was not enough for the nation of Israel to be free. What they were going to do there afterwards was going to determine whether they would have access to milk and honey. Because we do not only just need freedom, we need to walk to a certain level. That's why the Bible says we move from glory to glory. So there are always levels. That's why the Bible says we move from faith to faith. So there are always levels. But after we are free, what makes? And that's where so many people are left stranded. They are free, but they just stay free and do nothing. Remember, deliverance is not complete until you reach your destination. Deliverance is not complete until you reach your destination. Colossians chapter number one is Bible says, stand fast, 
therefore, in the liberty by which Christ made us free, and do not be encumbered again with the yoke of bondage. Written to the believers, it says, Stand fast in the liberty with Christ, who has made you free. Time you go and he was arrested, the police. 
himself. When he comes out, he would say, that place is bad. But you know, please never go there. He would go there and then he would stay one week. When he comes out, he would be skinny. He would look very bad. And he would say, that place is bad. But something that was quite strange that we noticed is that he kept going back there. He kept going back there. <laughs> so I thought to myself, how can a man who is saying that place is bad keep going back to the same place week after week, month after month? He keeps going back to the same place. And I realized that sin, of course, is definitely a bait of bondage. What do I mean? In those moments, even though he knew that the cells, the prison cells are bad, he was always being lured back to be given something good. Yet the enemy taking something again from So he would have the satisfaction of stealing the computer, make some money, Child of God, you've got to 
may I love what you love and may I hate what you hate. Sometimes you're going to make
Bible in this portion of scripture shows us how when an evil spirit leaves a certain body, it goes around 44 verse 45. It goes It goes around in certain places seeking rest.
is worse than the first, so shall it also be with this wicked generation. In short, Jesus was showing the people that once you get set free, don't just sit. Because the enemy loves to revisit. He loves to revisit people. And if he finds you undeveloped, if he finds you just like a slab or just like a foundation, undeveloped, he calls other contractors. Come. Your status becomes worse. That's why Jesus told that man, the terrible man. He says, You write off, lest the worst thing happens to you. In the same way as believers, we've got to make a deliberate decision not to allow the devil in our lives, not to allow him to play with us. Yes, you were free, but sometimes you want to come again. But then when the devil comes knocking again at the door of your life, what is your response going to be? Is it going to be like how you did it last time? Come in, or you're going to say, go away. But what prepares you to either say, come in and go away is the knowledge that you need to give yourself. Yes. I don't 
sure we are very much aware how to identify the world. The Bible shows us how the world is different from the love of the Father. Their passions are different. In the world we find all these funny things going on. And look at what the Bible says. It says, beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy, empty deceit, according to the rational man the basic principles of the world and not according to Christ. And so if anything is not according to Christ, it's under the system of the world. And so we've got to learn to run away from the world. The world will allow you to do certain things. The world will tell you we accept you to be married as gay couples. We need to love one another, not discriminating. You see, it's presenting something to you that seems good, but what it will take away from you. It's very, very dangerous. No, no, it's okay. Be gay couples. Marry one another. Do what you want to do against the order of God. It seems good, but it's not God. And just because it's not God, my dear, my dear, run from the world. The world will tell you, come, take this. Now when I'm talking about systems, systems sometimes may not necessarily be sins, but they are what the Bible describes as weights that weigh you down and also eventually take you to the place of sin. If you tell you come, just take some alcohol. There's nothing wrong getting drunk here and there. There's nothing wrong with smoking. There's nothing wrong with taking shisha. Someone else says no. That is not actually. It's just just different fragrances. reality 
we gain profit or not. In accounting, if you study accounts or if you have any knowledge of bookkeeping and accounts, you get to understand that there is something that is known as the sales that you make. And there is something that is known as the expenses that you make. So your sales minus your expenses will either give you a profit or a loss. Hallelujah. But yet in this scripture, the Bible is saying measure what you are going to get at the end. It says, how will it profit a man if he gains the world, the whole world? You are making sales. Making sales. There's a gain. But then it says, but he loses his own soul. Which shows you that you lose your own soul. It's an expense. But then for the Bible to say, what shall it profit a man? Which shows you that your soul is a greater commodity than gaining the world. So every time someone wins the world, loses his soul, he finds himself in a loss. You are operating and operating on God's Yeah. And that's why the Bible says, no, 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 no. This is not the kingdom way of how to do things. Any system that allows you to gain the world but yet lose your soul, such a system, you need to run out of it. Because the system of God doesn't want you to lose. The system of God always wants you to win something. Let John the two. Then John was two. How about the scripture? Look at this. Paul is, oh, John is praying for the people, and he says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things. And be in good health just as your soul prospers. Have you seen how the system of God is revealed? The system of the world wants you to prosper in all things but lose your soul. But the system of God wants you to prosper in all things just as your soul prospers. What shall we do?
I don't know how you I don't know how you listen to this message. May have given you so many thoughts. But I want you to respond to this message. How are you going to make certain decisions in your life? What are you going to do after this? What are you going to do with regards to your life? 